Hello, and welcome to the Gone But Not Forgotten podcast. I am your co-host, Audrey Cornell, and Louise and I will be talking today about the rest of our most-watched actors of 2022, as well as answering some questions that we came up with and that our followers sent in. If you haven't listened to the first part of this wrap-up, please do so. And if you have, then stay tuned for a really fun episode. We hope you enjoy. Okay, so are we... Oh, you're number nine? Number nine, okay. I have Montgomery Clift. Um, yeah, with 17, because he only did 17 movies, and I watched all of them this time last year, actually. So you did yeah. it quite quickly? Yeah, it was a little less than a month that my mom and I watched all of them in order, and nice. it was really fun, yeah. Oh, was it fun um, doing it in order as well? Yeah, I liked doing it that way because you can see the progression Mm. especially in his case because he changed so much physically because he got in a car accident but everyone neglects his films that came out after that but I thought they were some of his best work I don't really like suddenly last summer though okay that's good there's only one you don't really like yeah I mean I can't I hate the Freud film though Okay, he's not playing Freud, is he? Oh, he is. Oh my god! <laughs> what? I would yeah. never have put that together. Oh my no, god! No, I just think Freud is not interesting to me, and also the film is in really terrible quality because I guess they didn't upkeep it or something. And John Huston directed it, and he and Monty didn't get along. I don't know why he worked with him twice. And that was so, their yeah. first film together. No, the first one was The Misfits. Did they get Um, on then? No. So I'm like, I don't know why he did it again. But yeah, so you can, I feel like this film just creatively, like they just didn't really get along. And you can tell. But I mean, I thought he was good. It's just like, you can't really like Freud. (laughs) No, yeah. I don't know much about him, to be honest with you. Well, like, personally. Yeah. (laughs) That's okay. I was bare minimum. (laughs) So was it a positive portrayal? Um, I thought they did a good job of showing him being a jerk and misogynistic, so. Okay, we'll take I'll that. I'll take that. Watch, like, literally any of his other films, and I think you will appreciate him. Let's go for, should we go for, oh, the questions from Bob. Our oh, sure. The most yeah. emotional film we watched? Sure. Or what made us the most emotional? Okay, I had a one that made me emotional, like, in a sad way and then one that made me emotional in an angry way nice okay i wanted to mix it up a little because i just interpreted it that way yeah Um, emotional that's a brilliant word like it could be anything yeah that's true and films are emotional and that's like such a bare statement but like they are (laughs) they really are (laughs) i Um, even think anger is good I really do. Because it means that, like, at least you watch the film and you connect with it, like, That's in a true. way. Even if it's, like, in a bad way. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rant about this one. So I'll oh do this, the sad one first. Yeah, cool. Oh, my God. Okay, so I went with Griffin and Phoenix, the 1976 version, with my boy Peter Falk. Love it. I know we have a remake of Griffin and Phoenix, but yeah. the one with Peter Falk is, like, there's one before it. Like, it was the OG one. Yeah. And then, yeah, the one with Dermot is good, though. 
but it's definitely like way more cheesy. That reminds me, since I googled the movie, the Peter Falk image. Oh my god! We need oh to talk my... about that. Yeah, I think we do. Can you type it in, like on um on the Google search bar on your phone? Uh-huh. They always have a little photo, and it's the guy. Who is this man? Yeah, that just remind like reminds me that anyone can change that. But like, why did they target him and? this in particular i love everyone why did it oh peter falk yeah <laughs> yeah and it's been like that for at least like five months and it's right like no offense to peter falk we love him but like, he's not like the most famous celebrity so no, no. one can even notice that unless they google him yeah like... it looks like some like white rapper guy but <laughs> it, every time i google peter falk it comes up and makes me gives me a good chuckle so, yeah. it's just a very like sweet candid photo of him and john cassavetes oh that's very I'm so nice. excited to talk about them in the episode. I'm gonna have to be held back because I, I find John Cassavetes so fit. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to tone it down. He is beautiful. <gasps> oh, and I really do actually fancy him in Rosemary's Baby. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> find help. But yeah, that's gonna be a great time. Yeah, that's we're just gonna basically just talk about how much we like them. So you guys <laughs> buckle up, you know. <laughs> You're not ready. No. But no, but, but anyway, makes you emotionally sad. Yes, Griffin and Phoenix. Upon first glance, it looks very cheesy, and it is because I think it was like a made-for-TV movie. Right. It's about these two people who have cancer, and like normally, I hate cancer love stories. Oh, the Fall in Our Stars. Oh. There's probably a ton of other ones. I was really surprised they've been doing that. I always think of beaches, but I love beaches. Like I'm surprised they were doing that back in the seventies. Yeah. There's been like they've always been doing these sort of films. Yeah, I think I hate to be like it was the first one, but I feel like it was an originator of this. So I don't know if we should blame it or not. <laughs> it's all Griffin and Phoenix's fault. Yeah, but I watched it on YouTube and just it's such terrible quality. I need to find a good quality version, but it still made me cry. And I just thought the relationship with the two characters is so cute. And films that make me think about life and like mortality and stuff already make me emotional. <laughs> What the hell is your first name, anyway? Griffin? What happened to you? I came back, but... It's a long story. I'm home now. Come on over. Is everything all right? Yeah, come on over. Hey, Phoenix. Yeah? This is the best note anyone ever left me. Griffin? Griffin, something's come up. I don't think I should see you. What are you talking about? Come on over. Tell me about it here. No, I don't I don't think I should. Come on, we'll talk about it. No. Hey, what is this on again, off again relationship of ours? Phoenix, you're the one that left the note. Now get over here and let's drink wine or make love or something, but let's get on with it. <sighs> are you crying or something? No, I've got a, a cold. Griffin, I, I shouldn't have left you that note. Phoenix. I just don't think I should see you. Yeah. And I just thought they handled it really well. And these were like two people who... I hate to use the word soulmates because I don't really believe in that. But oh, it was just nice to... I love soulmates. Or, oh, no. <laughs> I love soulmates. 
I just sorry. love I just believe in fate. But yeah, it's just like they just had to come together and spend their last like moments with each other. But it's I don't know, it just worked for me. Plus, I don't know, being man Peter Falk, like we never get that. No. It was just nice to see him do that and be nice. And yeah, so I like that one. I think to make you cry, I think that's a good thing. Yeah, and I don't cry a lot during movies. Like, not to sound like, ooh, I don't cry or whatever. <laughs> oh, it's so edgy. <laughs> no, it's just, it really has to hit me the right way. Because sometimes yeah. I'll even just cry, like, something that's just, no one would cry at. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> so it just, I don't know, it just affects me in some way. No, um, that's fair. I, I think that shows how good it is. Yeah. I like crying during movies sometimes because to really hit someone like that emotionally is a very big deal I think yeah definitely that's like the filmmaker doing its job yeah there's also a scene where he dresses up in a gorilla costume oh my god because he wants to cheer Joe Clutterberg and so he dresses up in a gorilla costume and it's so cute (laughs) I love that I love that so much yeah but then, yeah, I was so excited when I learned they remade it with one of my other faves, Dermot Mulroney. But it's basically like a recreation. They even used a lot of the same lines. And I still liked it, but it wasn't as good. I just felt a little too commercialized. Yeah, it didn't hit the same. Who was playing yeah. the woman in it? It was Amanda Peet. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I don't think I've seen it anything else, but I thought she was good. So. Yeah. It's still it's so cool that you've got your two faves and two different I know. versions. It's very cool. I like that. <laughs> that is cool. I would never have expected it to be those two with that film. No. I'll take it. Yeah. I'm so intrigued to have to change the tone to the one that made you angry now. <laughs> I know. We can do yours and then we can do the angry one. Yeah, now we're just... I've, got, I've got a nice one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so this came to me when we were watching June. Oh, and it's June. No, yeah, I'm when so you told me that when we were watching, I thought you meant this one. And <laughs> I was just like, what? Excuse me, what? <laughs> Emotionally bored. I don't what? Know. <laughs> but it was, and you're gonna not enjoy this next few minutes because oh. it is The Elephant Man by David. Oh, Lynch. okay. Love my life. Yeah. Oh my, I go for every, that film made me go for every emotion. I was really upset. I was scared and oh my god like John Merrick and he, he's so lovely and it, he learns to talk for the doctors and it, oh my god it's so and like he likes when they start inviting like people around them to his room and they like have tea with him and it's Aww. so sweet and it's oh my god like, it made me cry so much <laughs> I loved it so much and then there's a bit in it where which didn't happen in real life so I'm a little bit annoyed at David Lynch for this is it a true story Yes, yeah. The Elephant Man was a real man. Oh, okay. John Merrick and then his doctor wrote the book about him. This is like Victorian times and stuff. Yeah. But so this didn't happen, but there's a scene. So it's just so David Lynch, but like, there's this guy who like, he's like a proper cockney lad and he like charges people to see the Elephant Man, but behind out, like when it, all the doctors have gone home, they like disturb him when he's in bed and stuff. When I read that it didn't happen, I was like relieved and John Merrick, the elephant man, he had lived a very happy life in real life. He, so I got a bit upset reading that as well, because he's like, why did you have to make it have conflict and stuff that didn't need it? So that also added to the emotional <laughs> side of it. But um, <laughs> it's just, yeah, a film that really deeply affected me. And it just really, oh my God, I think it's one of the best films ever made, like objectively. I just love it. And 
yeah, I went through everything with him and I just wanted John to be happy and he was so sweet and all in his little suit. And, oh my god. Oh. I love him. <laughs> I guess it's a good one, because it's not very David Lynch. Okay. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> I was so was emotional. Debut? No second film. Okay. A raise ahead and then Elephant Man. Oh wow. What a run. And then June. And then June. <laughs> Oh, we could have ended it all June. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I recommend Elephant Man. I really okay. do. I really, really do. And yeah, like it's not like his weird films. But it's quite good. Okay. But really sad. Do you think but true stories time. make it are sadder for you? Yes. Oh, oh definitely. God. Yeah, probably. And I try not to like. If I'm watching it, I try not to Google anything. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's like spoilers, but not really, if I didn't know beforehand. Yeah, yeah, this happened since (laughs) decades ago, but I don't want to be spoiled. Yeah. (laughs) But no, that's a full, as soon as I, yeah, when I remembered that film, I was like, yeah, that's definitely the most emotional I felt for our film this year. (laughs) Love it. Love the Elephant Man. That's good. I'm glad you liked it. (laughs) And now to your (laughs) Yeah, my anger. Oh my God. And what made it worse is it was long. No. So long. Oh, God. I think you really like this movie, though. Oh, no. Bring it on. Bring it on. Okay. Oh. Rocco and oh. his brothers. Oh, yes. <laughs> I think I gave it four and a half on Letterboxd. Oh, no. I gave it one. I get it. I get it. I think, like, it's totally fine that you like it and that other people do. It's just for me personally, this movie made me so mad. The rage these men filled me with is just immeasurable. And also, the thing is, I was, I got really sick, like, while I was watching this film, which I don't think helped. No. Like, I started coming down with something, like, <laughs> during the process. In, of you hate the film so much. You got yeah. ill. <laughs> Pretty much. Just the way the female characters were treated was just disgusting. And I don't want to spoil anything because, you know, we're not really like talking about this movie. But yeah, just like the outcome for one of the characters. Yeah, yeah. I had to I skip totally the scene yeah. because I was going to throw up, I think. So, and not just because I was sick, but <laughs> I would have liked it if it had been more of a critique on the toxic masculinity of these male characters but it wasn't I felt like it was just trying to show like we should feel sorry for them because we were supposed to identify more with Rocco and his brothers and I don't think that was a good call at all but apparently a lot of Italian neorealism films are like that so I don't think I'll really explore that genre very much no that yeah that's like the standard yeah yeah I I love that genre but yeah no if it's not not you no I just I respect women so I thought it's a no but Elaine Delon I get I get it okay I (laughs) I don't want to but I get it Yeah, no, I totally understand where that's coming from. I definitely yeah. do. Would that be your worst film, do you think? Of the year? The worst. Oh. No, there's worst. Oh, <laughs> there's boy. Because <laughs> at least it, like, looked, it looked yes. really nice. Yes. The acting was good. And the black and white was so crisp. Yeah, I always use crisp to, de- yeah. to describe black and white. And I'm like, <laughs> should I? 
But yeah, yeah the, that is what it is. Yeah, yeah, the contrast you could see really well because there's some old films where it just looks gray and yes. you just it's kind of icky. Actually, I think Rocco and his brothers and Bob and Carol are like tied for the film that made me the most angry. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Four characters in each. They're actually yeah, good and they all. <laughs> this kind of ties into another thing and so both of those films were made in the 60s which is like one of my least favorite decades i'm so sorry i'm but it was my most watched decade of last year that's crazy i love yeah the 60s is my favorite decade for film i I like this No, I promise. I love lots of films from the 60s, but just, just as a whole. <laughs> yeah, just those two. I just, so yeah, I watched 96 from the 60s this year. Nice. Which is insane. That's 96 films. Yeah. How many films did you watch overall? I wonder what the, the percentage is. I'll work it out, don't worry. <laughs> okay. I watched 661 Oh my god, that's impressive. Okay, <laughs> actually, this isn't that impressive, but fourteen percent was from okay. the sixties. That's still quite a few. I because I watch from like thirties to present day. So yes, yeah, for all that decade, yeah, that's yeah. very good. Eighties was really close behind though with ninety-one. So oh, so many good ones in the eighties. Yeah, though, isn't it? what was your most watched decade? I don't know the exact figures, but on the all-time stats, it's actually it's so bad. All the decades are teeny tiny, and then what shoots up is the 2010s. <laughs> and I think it's just because that's what I got. I got let- letterboxed, and I watch mm-hmm. more normally. I watch old films from my Instagram account or for when we're watching the films for the podcast. I just don't watch that many old ones. It's not something unless I when I watch Suspicion, say I did that for curry and stuff. But if I'm going to put on a random film, it's going to be something <laughs> from either the 2000s or the 2010s. I'm quite easy. I like modern and I like old. I find it interesting that people just refuse to watch like a certain decade because I yeah. think that every decade has great films and just yes. trash yeah. films. So it's like you might yeah. as well just yeah. try a little bit of everything. I can't even imagine just eliminating a whole decade. Yeah. Like, God, well, watch it. Well, that, like... that reminds oh, no. me of this quote Tarantino had that came out a few months ago where he was like I don't like films from the 50s to the oh, 80s and they're all even. terrible don't even and I was what, like what are you talking about what? as a filmmaker you shouldn't say that no I'm just in shock from the 50s are you sure the 50s is like the best decade ever 50s and 80s are two of my favorite decades yeah. for film and two of the most influential decades for film yeah, definitely. so I don't know, but we don't have to go into that. But I just think it's interesting to me that people don't just dabble a little bit in everything. Like, I, I don't really see the harm in that. But Totally agree. How many did you watch overall last year? You know? Oh, 324. 324. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's improvement on 2021, which okay. is what my resolution was. And I still want to hit a, goal, a film a day, but I'm already falling behind. Oh, no. <laughs> So you want to aim for at least 365 this year or more than 324. Okay. I think you can do that. I think I could do that same. Yeah. Yeah. I went on a holiday last year. So I I, I think that's probably why I didn't watch as many. That makes sense. So we're in eight now? Yeah. This this is someone that hasn't changed since last time. 
like I, I like him as an actor and like his films. So it's just we're still at five. It's a uh, Bill Murray for you. Oh yeah. I had him on the last one. He's just it's a case of that he's in everything. Yeah. He just shows but, up randomly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, he's fine. I'll take him. Yeah. As an actor. Yeah. That's no fault. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> just move on. Okay. Okay. So mine is our boy Elvis. Yes. With 17 films. 17. Yeah. So I spread them out though. So I still did get Elvis burnout, but with these films, I'm there's no way you wouldn't, I feel like no, no, they're so bad. <laughs> and I enjoy cheese, J House Rock, and Have Mind the World's Fair. Just perfection in my not perfection, but for an Elvis. <laughs> for an Elvis. <film>. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, listen to our Elvis episodes, but that's about yeah, that's not all I have. Nice. Respectful. I like yeah. it. Are we on Ooh, eight? Uh, seven. 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 Yeah. seven. So I think we spoke about him last time, but I think it's gone up. Oh, most of the time because we've watched... Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. So it <laughs> is Derma. Yay. I love him. I'm still so thankful that you showed me him. Oh, God. Copycat is so good. Yeah. And all for the thing called love. I can't take <laughs> my first one. Aww. Oh. And for him to make more, well, not more of an impression, but for me to also like him when there's literally a film with River in it, and yeah. I like Dermot, like, that's got to show something. You you want me to tell you how I feel about you? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, sometimes you hear a song on the radio, and it's just the song you want to hear right then, and then it's over, and you're just glad you heard it. And I'm like that song? No. You're nothing like that song. You're like if there was one song in the world that I could hear for the rest of my life. You're that song. Kind of like your favorite song. I mean, Don't do that. I just have a Don't, favorite I song. I hate that. Don't make a cliche. You asked me, so I told you. But like literally, I'm. Thank you for showing me him. <laughs> Love him. I'm pretty sure that I think you. I think I mentioned him. But God, my films must have been so low. <laughs> I don't think you did last time. I think not. Yeah. I've just always got Dermot on the brain. You know, can't blame you. So seven. Seventh. Yeah. Seven. Okay. Nice. My seventh. Nice. Who you got? I have Tyrone Power. Oh, who... I'm so intrigued by him. Yeah. Oh, I just. I love this man. I don't know. He is one of my favorite actors already. I've just discovered him last year in like October. Recent. Yeah. And I've seen 18. <laughs> no shame. No shame in it. Yeah. So I'm trying to watch all of his films. I think I have like 20 something left. Okay. So I'm gonna just, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna try to finish that this year. I think I can, but to try that definitely. Yeah. Are they hard to find though? Because he's quite obscure, isn't? It? Well, not like obscure, but not too difficult. But because anything I think that isn't on streaming that's older is always really hard to find. Yeah, but oddly, I would say he is obscure nowadays. Like he was one of the most popular stars of his era, but then nobody knows who he is now which I just find really odd it's the same with John Garfield I don't really yeah. get like the correlation with that 
Yeah. But no, I really like him. I, a lot of people on Letterboxd don't, and I think no. he's a bad actor, and it just no. fills me with a lot of Is that sadness. what I say? Oh my yeah. god. There's one person who hates Tyrone Power, apparently, would always have a review on there. Okay. And I'm like, then why are you watching his films exactly you don't like him they're just like review mm. yeah <laughs> sure yeah <laughs> like, but it made me it's... sad because uh, i was like it's... why are you spreading this hate yeah yeah and just don't watch his them. movies exactly some people just love to spread it yeah and i don't get it because i think he's very talented and yeah. he, it was just like the stupid studio system i think that is the yeah. one to blame because they just typecast him. And there's only really so much you can do with that, as we talked about in the John Garfield episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think people don't think about that nowadays. And they don't know how bad the studio system was. He deserved a much better career than he got. And so whenever I do watch one where I'm just blown away, like, I'm glad that he got to make some of those. But then I'm just, it makes me sad again, because I'm like, why weren't all of his movies like this? Not me getting so emotionally connected to these dead people. That's no, the point of the podcast. I, exactly, yeah. Oh, but I am so connected, like, it's bad. <laughs> but if I had to pick some favorites, I would definitely say Johnny Apollo, okay. which is, it is a gangster movie. It's more about the relationship between Tyrone Power's character and his father, his father was like a big time crook and he goes to jail. And so then Tyrone has to follow in his footsteps. And so he doesn't really want to become a gangster. And it's about like the corruption of his character as he goes deeper and deeper into this life. I think it's really interesting in the nice. that um that kind of father-son dynamic is just something I'm very drawn to in movies for some reason. <laughs> yeah. And this was like 19. 19- 40 41 so it's pretty early in that genre I guess because I feel like that didn't really start to become like a big thing until the 50s maybe yes I agree yeah that's very soon for it yeah yeah what are they what have they got you doing now oh I'm in the boiler shop Mm -hmm. now that I've won my calluses uh, they tell me I'm in line for promotion Foreman. Oh. <laughs> I always knew you'd make good. <laughs> well, tell me about yourself. Oh, there isn't much to tell. I've taken your advice and grown up. I think it was all your friends that helped me do that. I bet I have more friends in here than I have on the outside. You'd win that bet. And um, also Rawhide, which I wrote an article about promotion. Guys, <laughs> plug it, plug it. <laughs> but yeah, it's, which is, it's something I picked for one of my superlatives. Okay. I'll talk about that more later. Is it question? To do a question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should we just, should we do a fun one? Uh, yeah. The dance <laughs> scene, favorite dance scene? Sure. What have you got? Start. I've got two for this okay. because I want to talk about the other one in the best friends duo. I'm okay. sitting on this film. I love this film so much. Okay, so I'm not going to say it. Oh, okay. Maybe I should. I'll, I'll no, put just it save everything. it. Save it. I'll or, save oh, okay. It. <laughs> I'll save it. So this is the other one okay. I put down. And it's the pageant part in Little Miss Sunshine. And she yeah. does the dance of Super Freak. Yeah. 
and <laughs> it's just it's so good and then like her granddad comes up and joins yeah. dad oh i just love and then they all do as well they all do even her dad who was involved in it paul dano like it's <laughs> tony collette steve carell steve carell like, yeah <laughs> and super freak is such a good song and it i'm is. actually a bit annoyed that it's been ruined by like it's not been ruined because Nicki minaj is version oh, of freaking girl but yeah oh, the original is so stupid tiktok so annoying yeah so annoying it's, but like <sighs> i always think of that when that song plays i'll think of that scene and when i think of the scene uh-huh. i'll think of the song so it just works out great That's and it's cute. Like, culmination of the film. <laughs> i don't think the grandpa's in that scene because he dies he dies of course yeah. he does. it's steve carell no it's her yeah. dad that's, oh my god i'm such an idiot <laughs> it's because it's because her granddad taught her the moves yeah yes that's why i yeah. had it in my head Oh yeah, God! Did I just? I must have just gaslit myself into because I don't like him when he dies. It's really sad. No, and they just carry his body around in the van. Very dark. That's disturbing. <laughs> I threw him out the window. I thought he was there. Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> this is like one of my favorite films. <laughs> That's okay. Don't worry about it. He was. He choreographed it exactly. Yeah. So like that was a big part of his role. <laughs> yeah, I have two as well. One of them is from. Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. She does this like homage to the dance in Flashdance that's oh, very wicked. iconic. Yeah. And I had basically just watched Flashdance. And so when I watched Elvira, I was like, wait a second, this is a really weird coincidence. <laughs> but yeah, it's really fun. And I really like the Elvira movie. And Elvira is my spirit animal. I wish, like, I, oh, <laughs> I wish I were as cool yeah. as Elvira. She's doing the dance in her, like, outfit. In, like, yeah. a normal Elvira outfit. Oh, yeah. It's so her. iconic. And then the other one I had is from the movie Vibes. Oh, my God. A, which, a, a great name. Yeah, I love this movie so much. And no one else does. And I don't care because it is wonderful. <laughs> and Vibes. Cindy Lauper plays the main character. Oh, my God. Yes. And she's very good. I was not expecting that. And then Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Legends. They meet at this school for like psychics or like people who have special powers. And so Jeff Goldblum's character, like whenever he touches something, he can he sees like its past or like where it came from or something like that. And then Cindy Lauper has a spirit guide who like can see stuff and tell her stuff. I don't know. (laughs) No, you're doing great. great. (laughs) And so they're hired by none other. Then Peter Falk. Oh my, do it, do it. <laughs> He's everywhere in this episode to find his son who okay. was lost in this expedition in <laughs> South America. And uh, then they find out that Peter Falk doesn't actually have a son. And this isn't a spoiler because it happens no, very no, no, early no. on. But the um, twists and the turns, oh my yeah. god, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and they or he's actually trying to find this gold and he wants their help because they have special abilities. But then these bad guys are coming after them. And there's this one scene where they're at a restaurant and to be undercover, they have to dance. They have to do this tango. Oh, okay. And I love this trope. I don't even know what to call it, but like where the characters, they don't want to be dancing together, but they are dancing and they have this whole choreographed dance. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. And so that happens. And it's really fun. And I think it's the combination of like their characters 
and the song and just like the tango I don't know it just so much fun and the dynamic between the two of them is really interesting and then you add Peter Falk like it's just <laughs> I love it it's so random but I love it I love it and I would recommend it as well so the Peter Falk reveal was brilliant you're like of course it was <laughs> Like, I can't believe I thought it would be anyone else. I love that. I, love that. <laughs> oh, I totally agree with you as well. Those scenes when they don't want to dance with each other and they've got mm-hmm. to, especially when they're dancing a tango. Oh, yeah. So good. Okay, so now we're at number six. Do you want to share yours? Yes. Okay. So this was kind of like surprising when I saw it. Because <laughs> um, I just watched so many of his films. It's Elliot Gould. <laughs> he is my sixth most watched I don't understand <laughs> with how many six uh six yeah I love Elliot Gould so much <laughs> I don't know what it is about him I just love him <laughs> like, and I even like him in Friends and I don't like Friends like he's just great uh, I just saw I always forget he's in it it's he's in the Muppet movie Oh, with, with Orson Welles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Steve Martin's also coming in it. Like, what? <laughs> I watched it the first time in 2021. Oh, and okay. that was a rewatch on Christmas, which is really nice. Oh my god, I've also just realized the two films I rewatched on Christmas Day were The Muppet Movie and Ocean's Eleven, both with <laughs> Elliot Gold. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> that's why it's, so much it's Elliot Gold Day, right? Yeah. <laughs> No, we're not celebrating Christmas. No. Because <laughs> I also love the Oceans films as well. Mm-hmm. And I've gone on about them a lot today. But yeah, him and that Muppet movie, Chef's Kiss. And then, yeah, we have the disgusting Bob and Carol and Ted and Alice, which actually made me, like, almost in a way, want to revoke my San badge oh, of him. that is really bad. Because <laughs> I really, really tried. Because he cause I really tried with Ted. I kept trying to be like, oh, just leave it, Ted. He's like yeah. pushing out. And then no, it just I couldn't defend him any longer. No, it, it, it sucks. It, it hurt. Watch. <laughs> I can't even imagine like being a fan of him and then having to go through that. <laughs> this was painful. <laughs> I was so excited, and then it just ruined it. Oh, that yeah, film, that film. Sorry, I can't even say no, anything about it. It's okay. <laughs> So my number six is Robert Ryan with, God, I didn't know I'd watch 20 films. I didn't know I'd watch that many. (laughs) Yeah, I'm the same. I did not know we did that many. Oh, he did a lot. Like, a lot. I'm going to try to watch as many as I can, but not all of them because some of them look really bad. But yeah. Is he like he's he, is he like in a lot or is he like the main character in a lot of these? Yeah, I feel like he normally played villains, but he would be like the main character kind of villain, or he would be playing the side character. Yeah. But I can't remember what started me like getting into all of his movies. But yeah, I really like him and I think he's very underrated. I don't think I ever see anybody talk about him. I didn't know who he was until we watched it was executive executive oh, yeah. the first Rob Ryan film that I know is about like that I uh-huh. know it's him. Yeah, I've never heard of him before you. Like Yeah. I don't know why he's not like once again, I don't know why he's not really like a people know about him yeah. kind of actor. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, it's really old. Yeah. And I just really like him because he was, he's very talented. And then he also is very involved in activism and politics. I don't really like politics, but he was really actively like fighting for the right thing. And I think it's cool that he did that since his on-screen persona was very much not about that. Yeah. Oh, that's wicked. But yeah, you might, (laughs) I'll have to try to get you to watch another one because executive action is like his worst in my opinion. And he he was in Brainstorm as well, wasn't he? No. No. (laughs) Why do I think he was in Brainstorm? Why do I think? I I don't know. Who do I think he was? (laughs) Never mind then. Wait, I said Brainstorm. I meant Meet Yours. Oh, no, he's not in that one either. He's not in that one either. I don't know. I'm so intrigued. Sorry, sorry. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes, sorry. If I had to pick some favorite performances, I would definitely say the setup, which I mentioned in the John Garfield episode, because it's a boxing film. I love a boxing film. And it takes place in the span of a day, which is really cool. So it's kind of like real time. Nice. And it just shows like how the truth about boxing and it's very brutal and they don't try to romanticize it or anything. When you just see like, the crap getting pounded out of him and stuff and he was a boxer in college and so it was cool to see him do that later on and like they were actually hitting each other and stuff which I don't think they would do that anymore so it just felt very realistic but did he box like properly yeah he wow he was like on his college team and he won he was like heavyweight champion or something once oh my god yeah (laughs) wow which That's is so very cool. cool to me, yeah. And I also really like Beware My Lovely, which is with Ida Lupino. And it's like a home invasion movie where he is like this psychopath kind of guy who traps her in her house. Ooh. And it's very scary. And Oh my God, really okay. It. Yeah. It sounds it though. To me, I just find that concept very scary and it's interesting as well because his character, he has like temporary amnesia. I don't know what they call that when like he'll randomly black out and forget. So sometimes he'll be really nice to her and then all of a sudden he will snap and try to hurt her and terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just not feeling well, that's all. You don't know what it means like I do. To find myself in the middle of a room, in the middle of a busy street, or in some house I'm working in, a thing like that happens. I wonder where I am, what I'm doing. And then sometimes I'm, I'm looking down at someone, somebody that's been hurt. And they've been hurt very badly. I wonder if I've done it. If what I'm looking at is real. It's only in my mind. And I begin to run. I hide. But I don't know what I'm hiding from. It's bad enough to hide. Not to know what you're hiding from. Does it hurt to watch as a Robert Ryan stand? Not really, because so he was yeah. just, yeah, he was very good at playing villains, oh. like, a little too convincingly. But just knowing how he was in real life, like, I know yeah. that he was just very good at acting. But I do like seeing him 
do villains because I feel like he makes all of them unique enough and like he's never cartoonish and he still makes them likable sometimes and it's very odd because I'm not used to liking villains <laughs> yeah no you're like I should not be liking this <laughs> no and I just really like him and Ida together they also did another movie called On Dangerous Ground which is pretty good but I don't like that one as much I think he's really good in everything that I've seen but yeah be prepared not to like him yeah if, just because of the roles but... it reminds me of John in it because uh-huh. he's mean in practically all of his roles yeah <laughs> I was not prepared for no yeah, at least Robert Ryan gets to sometimes play a nice guy. Yeah. But he did do one with Dean Stockwell, like when he was a little kid. But I didn't oh. like the movie that much, and I was very disappointed. Oh, that is so frustrating. So yeah. the one that he's with. But he was nice in that one. So we'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should we do a question? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I don't know whose turn it is, so you can go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shall we do? Should we do surprising favorite? Sure. But I do just have to. I wrote loads for this one. <laughs> okay, no worries. So I've got, oh, okay. I have four. Okay. I'll start with Scarecrow, which is the one we watched yeah. together with yeah. Pacino and Gene Hackman. Oh, that's so good. I was not expecting to like this because I thought it would be like everything I hate about the seventies put together. Yeah, but it actually was very. I don't want to say fun because it's not fun. I know what you mean. Yeah, it was enjoyable. And it made me like Al Pacino because he he did something different than I'm used to. And it made me like Gene Hackman. I don't dislike him. He just always plays characters that kind of annoy me. So. Yes, I completely <laughs> agree. Yeah. completely agree. Scarecrow was amazing. Yes. <laughs> it's I a really very good it. film. Yeah. Very good. And yeah, I've never heard of it until you told me about it. It should be one of the pivotal 70s movies yeah because it's got two like legends from the 70s and then it is like one of those like buddy male friendship type films and it's very emotional but it is I didn't feel manipulated if that makes sense yeah yeah let's get a drink okay hey Come in and pound that old lady in the mouth. Oh, wait, well, maybe. Go on the hitch in the palms with a stick. She was a nun. I just had a thought. Could you imagine yeah. Dennis and Dean being in it? <laughs> <laughs> then it would not be as good. It'd be weird. I think I could. I think Dean would play Lion. And then Dennis would definitely play what's his name? I just can't remember the name. The Gene Hagman one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I was thinking that. <laughs> Oh, I love yeah. Al Pacino and our film. Yeah, he's so cute. Oh, yeah, that's a very good one. I, I'm, I'm hurt that I myself I didn't put this on. Oh, it can be an honorary mention. <laughs> I'm gonna say this is one that I've jumped out at me, but so I watched it quite recently. Actually, two have watched recently. So I'm gonna also I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with Barbarian. Which Ooh, okay. Today. I thought it was, I can't talk too much about this film though because it's something you have to go in blind. I literally cannot stress it enough. Like, <laughs> you have to go in blind. But like, when it came out, Twitter was like hyping it up. And so I just presumed, ah, it's just going to be a classic horror film. It just blew me away. It was nice. amazing. And I didn't think, I love horror. And the horror this year, been, this year has been really good. But like, that just was 
brilliant. Like, there's nothing else like it. And I cannot say anymore because I want to tell you so bad. (laughs) And Bill Skarsgård is so attractive in it. (laughs) Feel of a problematic horror movie crush. Yes, (laughs) always. (laughs) But it's so good. Sorry, I'm being very secretive now. Oh, no, that's okay. No spoilers. Another one I had is The Men which I was not expecting to like because it has Marlon Brando in it. And as everyone knows, I don't like Marlon Brando. Yes. But I really liked him here. And I was surprised because I thought I couldn't get over it. But I did. And I think it's because it was his first movie. It was not first. Yeah. Wow, okay. And he wasn't all egotistical yet, and he wasn't playing character that he always kind of plays, at least in my opinion. And it was directed by Fred Zinnemann, who's one of my favorite directors, and he really captures humanity in a not sappy way and, like, really creates realistic characters. And it's like a post-war film, and it explores the effects of Marlon Brando's character loses like he can't use his legs anymore because he got injured and so it's about him trying to adjust to his life before serving with like using a wheelchair and like dealing with his girlfriend that he wants to get married to it's kind of like Pride of the marines but yeah yeah good This is in, like insane to hear, though, like all this praise. Yeah, I recommend that one. I think a lot of people in Letterboxd didn't like it that much, but I really enjoyed it. And if it made me like Marlon Brando, I don't know. That's a big task. That's very good. No, well, we know. Why not? Why not us? I told you, I told you, why not? Oh, we could make it. We still love each other. That hasn't changed. Ellen, you don't know pity from love, honey, and you don't owe me anything. You owe me something. I've waited four years. I've followed you from one hospital to another. Oh, Bud, we could really make it. I worked all through the war. I'm working now. Honey, what would I be doing? I go back to school on an athletic scholarship. I get a job weaving baskets. What do you want to do? Wait on me hand and foot all your life. I'm like a baby. You could build yourself up. Others do. You could try. You might even walk again if you tried. There's no hope. The wires are cut. Sorry, sorry if you said, but why did you watch it, like, in the first place? I just wanted to watch a lot of Fred Zinnemann movies. Nice. I'm trying to watch a lot of his stuff. And I was like, I saw it had Brando in it, but I was like, I'll do it. I'll try it. You're too good. Yeah. Yeah. But it just got my attention for some reason. See, sometimes it it helps to go out your comfort zone, innit? Yeah. Seek out an actor you don't like. (laughs) Yeah. Did you want to share another one? I'll do a quick documentary so that I don't have to spoil too much. (laughs) But I watched Three Identical Strangers. And oh, amazing. I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. Like (laughs) when you have the realization, like why they did it, why they separated them, I had to pause. I had to be like, what? It's insane to me like the fact that like these adoption agency people literally use their lives as like a scientific test is insane to me like, yeah a psychology test oh my god you don't know what anyone's doing they're so evil as well like, these are little babies they've just separated sorry like, ah, it just 
I can't believe it. The reaction to it. Never had this reaction to like a documentary before. I was just so angry and so invested as well. I just thought it was really, really well done documentary as well. And like, you worry because one of the triplets doesn't have a talking head. And you're thinking, oh no, like I thought he was in jail or something. And I thought that was a twist of the film or something. And then obviously it turns out it's really sad what actually happened. And it's just such a well-made documentary. I just thought it was really excellently done. And I, it, once again, kind of like Barbarian, it was hyped enough, but I still really enjoyed it. Good. I do remember when it ended, I was horrified. Yeah. It, that they could do that to these people. And also the ones who were involved with the interview didn't seem to care at all. Yeah, it was weird, didn't it? Yeah. They had no remorse, which was, I guess that's why they did it in the first place, because they didn't care. But it's just crazy they still didn't care. Because they, they interviewed that woman, and she was a Nazi and stuff. And it's, oh my god. This yeah, is that lady creeped me out. I hate her. I hate her. Yeah. Oh, that just pours my blood. With both of yours, they were popular films that you didn't think you would like. Does that normally happen for you, where you don't expect to like the popular ones? Yeah, yeah, because... I just try not to, I normally like films anyway, but I really try not to let like such like the uh, hypeness affect me. When I don't like it though, and I see everyone on, on the timeline praising it, it makes me annoyed to see it. But then, it, yeah, when I enjoy it, it's such a positive thing. I'm glad you like the popular stuff though, because then you can talk to more people about it and yeah. be a more shared experience. I mentioned this earlier when I was talking about Tyrone Power, but I wanted to save talking about this movie because I wasn't expecting to like it and it's rawhide because oh. it's a Western and it's a noir, which are like two of my least favorite <laughs> genres. Yep. But I really enjoyed it and it's another one location type thriller where he and Susan Hayward, who I love Susan Hayward, it's kind of like this house set in like the old west and these outlaws like trap them in the house and it's generally it's creepy and it's just a different role for tyrone power which i like to see it exceeded my expectations i think i usually tend to lean more towards i don't think i like it and then i do like it because that was a genre you didn't like like an actor you didn't like in a decade yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, I like right. to be surprised though. We're on top five. Top five. Yeah. This is going to be very boring, but also good for time purposes. Yeah, that's true. We'll take a win. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still in the single digits, can I just say, which is very annoying, but this is oh. the last time I am. Okay. I'll run into it real quick. My top five, top fifth, my fifth? I don't know. Top fifth. <laughs> I'm getting too excited. I'm getting too excited. I have to calm myself. No, you're good. Is Brittany Murphy. Oh, yay. Uh, we love her. Yeah. Obviously, go listen to the Brittany episode if you haven't already. Very good one. Not biased at all. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then actually, though, oh, did we do, oh, no, we watched Trixie this year, didn't we? Technically. Yeah. 2023. Yeah. Oh, it should be 10, which is annoying. But... Oh, maybe 10 total. 10 total, yeah. yeah. She's definitely in, the, in my old times as well. Nice. Drop Dead Gorgeous. My fave from the re- from the first time watches. To me, nothing could be clueless, but I yeah. love Drop Dead Gorgeous. And like you mentioned earlier, Little Black Book. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. Uh, I love Britney, and yeah, she's just great, isn't she? And I like like people 
people talk about her as well, like on Twitter mm-hmm. and stuff. So it's and people share that video of her at the blockbuster. And yeah, nice <laughs> to see her still be remembered. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like she has made a comeback. I think so too. I really yeah. do. Especially with like Y2K style. That's her era. Yeah. I think she's coming back into it and I love it. I love to see Yeah, it. me too. Yeah, my number five is not like super interesting because we just did an episode on him, but it's John Garfield. Oh, <laughs> the nice. Yeah. Uh, 21. 21. That's insane. That's so good. Yeah, I would, if I wanted to watch all of his movies, I would have 10 left, but I don't think I'm going to do that. Oh, I think you should. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> Just spread them out a little bit, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, Probably someday. I, yeah. I just left all the bad ones. <laughs> so, I don't you, know. You haven't helped yourself. Like, no. Oh, yeah, you got Destination Tokyo to watch. Yeah. And the one, well, two, where he's, like, in brown face. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, that's, like, the price we pay for standing actors of that time. <laughs> yeah. It's tough. What about your number four? It's River. Yay. We love him. We do. Um, with those 10, the only ones I haven't seen are the Jimmy Reardon one and then the last feature one he did. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dark Blood. Dark Blood, that's it. Explorers. And ex- oh, Explorers. Of course. Little Baby yeah. River, of course. Aww, <laughs> with this little pole cut. <laughs> oh, how can I forget? <laughs> and I was thinking, actually, I was thinking, oh, because obviously I love Stand By Me. But I was thinking... Come on, what's your favorite? That's not a first time. And then it came to me. I love you to death. Oh, oh yeah. Yes, the best <laughs> <film> ever. <laughs> it truly I, is. Oh. Viva, my love. <laughs> I love it so much. I love it so much. Oh. Who's your top four? Four. I don't know okay. why I always word that really bad. Yeah, my top. <laughs> um, so I've got Henry Fonda. I've seen 23. 24 if you can't rewatch because I watched Sex and the Single Girl twice. Yeah, I can't Cinema. Yeah. Oh, the only film that exists. He's just so good. I'm trying to watch a ton of his movies as well. So I'm trying to go in chronological order. How many films has he got? Oh my God. He probably yeah, has. In loads. According to Google, at least 53, but it's definitely higher than that. Yeah. Oh my God. I'd say like 80 something. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm definitely not watching all of them. And but... then obviously, like, his most famous role, I would say, is probably 12 Angry Men. And yeah. you don't really... You didn't like that film, did you? No. See, this is another example of it. <laughs> which is like, I love it. It's perfect. Like, <laughs> like, not the film, I mean, like, you. <laughs> I thought he was fine, but it's just generic. I like it when he does something different. Yeah. I think he's best in comedy, which might be a hot take, because I, I think everyone kind of knows him better for his dramas, but I think he was really funny, and he doesn't get enough credit for it. So yeah, I watched like Lady Eve, Sex and the Single Girl, The Mad Miss Manton. There's a scene where Barbara Stanwyck pokes him in the butt with a fork. Oh my god. <laughs> so Oh good. my god. I'm watching that. Um, yeah. <laughs> he also did a great movie with Lucille Ball when they were older, called Yours, Mine, and Ours. And they, I think I've heard of that. Yeah, it's so cute because they, they're like they're both old and they're like falling in love. <laughs> I That's just so, uh, so wholesome. But then yeah, there's kids and they are devilish and I hate them. <laughs> but I would watch it for Lucy and Hank. 
have my Veronica. She's seven. She's so boy crazy. I'm afraid she's going to get married before she's nine. <laughs> she doesn't care anything about school. The only thing she can read are pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Tommy's almost nine. He can hardly read. But Jean, who's only seven, reads better than he does. No, that in spades. Louise is 12. She corrects rusty spelling. Oh, yeah. Well, Tommy can help Colleen and Janet with their math, but he, he can't read. I don't believe this whole conversation. Did you put something in my sugar? I have a strange feeling I'm taking a trip. How many kids do you have? Ten. Helen, there's no reason for us to avoid seeing each other. No, I think we certainly could be friends. And the fact that I'm a man and you're a woman doesn't have to have anything to do with it. And then the papa bear said to the mama bear, who's been sleeping in my bed? Oh, come on, drop me off at the exit. Then you two can work yourselves up to a wild game of post office. Oh, no, I couldn't do that to you. Oh, please, Daddy, I'd prefer it. Ten kids, I'm nervous just sitting next to you. And then he did do a movie with Tyron Power. He did Jesse James, which I'm not, like, a huge fan of, but I just really like seeing them together. Yeah. Because they're my two boys. And I always thought they sounded similar. They will look like brothers, and they have mustaches, but oh my God. I'll forgive it. <laughs> look past the mustache. <laughs> yeah, because Henry Fonda just doesn't look right with a mustache. No. Yeah, I can only see him baby face. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I've mostly just seen his earlier stuff. I'm trying to get some of his older things. We've seen Meteor. Does <laughs> <laughs> that even count? Like, no, he has two scenes and sometimes a great notion. But yeah, I want to try and expand i feel like i might have asked you this before has he done a yeah. film with jane or peter like yes he did one with both i think so on golden pond he did with jane which is what okay. he won the oscar That's, for yes yeah yeah and then he did one with peter i it's some western so i probably won't watch it <laughs> here it is i found it it's called wanda nevada oh okay it has a oh, a 2.6 average Ooh. yikes someone on letterbox said misguided 70s road tripper washout begins with peter fonda winning 13 year old brooke shields in a card game oh i'm gonna pass yeah yeah i think that's, <laughs> I think that's best <laughs> yeah are we on a question or we do a it, question yeah we'll do a question let's do disappointing because i don't want to end on a sour yeah. note cool. okay you can start okay so most disappointing it's so tricky because i like, I wasn't that, I didn't feel like I was that like, disappointed by a film, but then I remembered one. But like, I've got some, <laughs> some quick fire ones. I put Chariots of Fire because it's best picture winning and it was rubbish. Awful film. Uh, uh, Gangs of New York was, oh, sorry. Yes. Sorry. Yeah, okay. sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, get it over with. Yeah, I was like, it's, they're like Olympic runners or they're like, yeah. they're in like Oxford or Cambridge. I don't know. But it's like <laughs> the posh boys. Oh, God. Posh people are the worst. But um, <laughs> I hated that. Uh, um yeah i've also put gangs in new york just because i love scorsese but it was like leonardo dicaprio things i love but the film was rubbish okay. <laughs> Day lewis was good but that's it i also want i also put x because i did enjoy it as much as everyone else seemed to do okay. i watched it in the cinema and i just thought it was going to be a bit more like gory than it was okay. like i was kind of it is gory and quite distressing but I was expecting like te- Texas Chainsaw levels, and it was oh, not okay. like that. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen Pearl yet, but I really want to. But I feel like that can't be my answer because X is a really good film. Like I just wanted more, I wanted more. Okay. 
But then I went for this film, and I think you watched it as well. Okay. So I'll tell you, so see how they run. Oh, yeah. I Don't worry, I wasn't a huge fan, so. Hated it. Unleash. So, <laughs> so I only watched it, and I can't believe I'm mentioning it again, but I mentioned it earlier. I only watched it because it has Reese Shearsmith in, and oh. I love him. And so he played the producer, and he was cheating on his wife with his, like, uh, secretary. God, I how would I explain? <laughs> that's like I could not. No. All I know is Sersha and Sam Rockwell. That's fine. <laughs> but it was so bad. And like recent it and like he's doing a posh accent and he's not doing his lovely little whole accent and it, oh it just makes me a bit annoyed. But and he was it was just rubbish film. But what made me so angry, and now this is spoilers, and I don't care because I hate this film. Okay, so <laughs> when they reveal the killer, they reveal it by like this woman, I think it must be Adrian Brody's ex-wife or something, and she says about the accent, and she says that the killer has an accent of a village idiot. Now, who plays the killer is doing his normal, I won't say it just because people want to watch it, but he is from where I live, and he's doing his normal accent. Uh... They have just called the West Country accent We they say we sound like a village idiot. That's awful. Uh, there is a notion in England that people from the West Country are all like inbred farmers. <laughs> so just dropping you on that. So, oh so like God. we're used to it, it's fine. But when I heard that, it made me want to go berserk. I can't believe they just called us village idiots. I'm sorry, that is offensive. He's like, he's doing his normal accent. I can't believe it. And I was like, yeah, no, I hate this film. Hate it. I really wanted to like it. I, really, I love the cast. Yeah. I'm like, sure, sure. But yeah, no. As soon as they did that, I, and it was a bit boring anyway. Like, yeah. It was, a bit, it was a bit really tired. boring. Yeah. I remember when they said that accident line, though. I was like, that doesn't help me. No, no. one sounds stupid. I don't know. As soon as she like? said it, I knew exactly who she meant. Oh. Like, <laughs> I guess you have to be a British <laughs> person to understand that. But <laughs> still. <laughs> Could not believe it. Could not believe it. I'm, I'm so fuming to this oh, day. No. <laughs> I think I almost put that one, so I'm glad you mentioned it. What was yours? I have two, and I thought like, the criteria I would put for myself is like movies I thought I would like, but I didn't because yeah. I do. I had a lot of movies that I didn't like, and so I to me that's not quite the same yeah. as like being disappointing. But I have How to Steal a Million, which is like with Audrey Hepburn and Peter O'Toole. Have you seen that one? I've not, no, no. Oh, okay. I just, it was boring and it wasn't funny and it was like trying too hard to be funny. And I don't think I've really seen a Peter O'Toole movie, but he really annoyed me. I've never heard of this film, I don't know. Okay. Uh, yeah. Like in I a hype. Yeah. It was like mid-60s. I like Audrey Hepburn. I just... Don't I don't think she's like the greatest actor. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. Like I love her. She's very special to me. But yes. I just I don't get why she's so hyped, if that makes yeah. sense. No, your views are safe here. I completely okay. understand. <laughs> <laughs> but I adore Roman Holiday. That is one of my favorite yes. movies. Oh yeah, that film always gets a pass. And then I also hey. had the original Nightmare Alley, which I need to rewatch because I just wasn't really paying attention, but I, I don't know. It was just a drag. Is this what the new one's based on? 
Yeah. Or is it based on? I, I actually don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, the new one's a remake. What was it? Disappointment? I just thought it was boring and yeah. the characters annoyed me, but not in an interesting way, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> but I really want to rewatch because it was the first Tyrone Power movie I watched. So I didn't really care that much about him yet. And now that I know like how much this movie meant to him, yeah. I think I would appreciate it more so I'm gonna give it another shot but yeah just when I was writing these all down I was like that one just failed for me a little bit of a flop (laughs) yeah I don't think I'll watch the remake though it's long apparently yeah I don't like long movies as we established earlier (laughs) I just find it interesting the Bradley Cooper I just don't, I don't think he could do the character. Is he who Tyrone is? Yeah. <gasps> oh. I just, I don't know. I just, I don't like Bradley Cooper, but I just don't think he, like, would be able to do that anti-hero. Yeah. I think Bradley Cooper should have just stayed in his lane and just did, like, those, like, comedies. Yeah. <laughs> so, for my third, it's, he's actually tied with River, with Ken. Oh. <laughs> it's Elvis. Oh, nice. <laughs> I've got his lovely orange looking face to stare yeah. right at me. Obviously, watch our brilliant Elvis app and the one we did with Kat. Like, brilliant episode. Oh my God. Brilliant episode. Yeah, I thought I really turned into such a big Elvis fan. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking what to say for my favorite. And I think it's going to have to be Blue Hawaii because it's the one I re- like remember the most, what I still think of today. Obviously, it was well, I love Spin Out, but like, I, I just love Blue Hawaii. It's so good. <laughs> Just a great film. It's a classic, I, yeah. I love having Elvis like on my stats. <laughs> you change your mind. Then. Yeah. <laughs> At one point, I think he was going to be in my top. So I was like, oh my God. The 10 films is also quite poor because given how many he did. So I need to watch some more. Speaking of Blue Hawaii, I watched a movie where they watched Blue Hawaii in the movie. Um, what film? It's called Heaven Help Us. <laughs> Oh, and who's so who cool. watching it? Who are the actors? So they like skipped class and they went to the movies. Oh my god, this is brilliant! <laughs> and it was Andrew McCarthy, Kevin Dillon, who's Matt Dillon's brother, who looks exactly like him. It's very startling. <laughs> this other guy I can't remember the name of, and Patrick Dempsey. But I just thought that was a really cool add-in. I love that. Yeah, I like when you go to cinema and films. Oh. Okay. Me too. But um, Kevin Dillon said something like his character said, I don't know why he said this, but he was like, Did go to Elvis cut his balls off or something? I was like, Why did you feel the need to say why that? Are you saying this? I don't know. <laughs> oh my God. What a life. <laughs> it was, uh, they were, they showed the Hawaiian, it was like the wedding scene. Yes. Oh, I love the wedding scene. Yeah. Right at the end. Yeah. yeah. So I don't really know what he meant by that. but. No. <laughs> Of her interpretation. Okay, so my number three <laughs> is Dean Stockwell. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay, now we're just going to talk about Catchfire for the next 10 minutes. Yes. <laughs> How many so, films? 23. 23. Yeah, nice. I'm pretty proud of that, actually. That's amazing. So, faves, let's see. I watched Compulsion, which is like what made me a Dean Stockwell fan. I don't love the movie, but his performance is very good. And I'm so disappointed because he performed it on Broadway with Roddy McDowell, who I also love. And I really wish I could have seen it. Oh my God. That would have been so good. 
So that kind of has a special place in my heart, which is funny to say, considering the subject matter, or there's, they like kill someone. Is it, I don't actually know the plot. Well, you know, the rope, the Hitchcock. Oh, one. yes. Yeah, yeah. So that's based on a true story about these two, they're kind of like lovers in a way but it's a very weird complicated relationship but and they kill one of the boy's cousins so they can prove that they can commit the perfect murder and get away with it because they have like a superiority complex um but they're actually very stupid (laughs) (laughs) yeah no the ones in rope are as well yes yeah because they're so proud of themselves yeah they're so up themselves they're just like giving stuff away and but yeah very good he's very creepy in it you seem so sad that's a sentimental term there's no such thing as sadness only the reality of things happening you don't really believe that judd over there for instance that's where they found the body of the Kessler boy. Is that sad? Yes, it is. Terribly sad. Is it sad that you're here, all alone with me? Just you and I and little Polly Kessler's ghost. You shouldn't joke about that. Why not? one life more or less there were nine million people killed in the war what does one little chicago boy matter judd you're not that cruel Murder's nothing. It's just a simple experience. Murder and rape? Do you know what beauty there is in evil? Is there? Yes. You're trying to frighten me, Judd. If you were to move now, why don't you run? Is that what you want me to do? Yes. Do you have to attack me, Judge? I don't have to do anything. And then another one I liked is Rapture, which I gave five stars, which is <gasps> really high. Awesome. For you, that's for me. I like yeah. in shock a little bit. It's so good. And I I don't know. I was blown away. Like I wasn't expecting oh. to like it so much because the plot is a little weird. <laughs> it's about a girl a French girl who is very lonely because she lives with her father and uh, like this maid kind of lady who works for them so she doesn't really have friends or siblings or anything like that and um so one day she like builds a scarecrow because she like imagines the scarecrow is company and uh, and so then dean sockwell plays this character who i thought he was going to be Joseph. playing like the scarecrow no <laughs> okay okay sorry he runs away from prison oh my god <laughs> so he is a fugitive and he steals the clothes off of the scarecrow and he puts them on and so the girl finds him and she thinks he's her scarecrow come to life 
Oh, wow. And so it's it's about like their relationship with each other. And uh, then also Dean's character's relationship with a father, because the father, of course, doesn't like him because he's just like this random dude who's like hanging out <laughs> with his daughter. And it's just, I think it's a really beautiful film. It's very well made and great performances. And it's like at the height of Dean's like physical beauty when did this come out was it like 60 sorry 65 wow i think it's so his career like years say it's so weird to me that like i feel like i don't know how to explain it i just feel like Uh he's such a modern actor like he was like around in the 60s it's so i don't know like that does not sound like something out of the 60s no, I feel like he, he doesn't get credit he deserves for re- redefining some types of acting. I think he was slated to be the next James Dean after James really? Dean died because they did look similar and they were yeah. like, my fave, the pathetic crying, all that good stuff. Yeah, I've never <laughs> thought of them looking similar, but they actually do. Yeah. yeah, and so I think he took that and did something even more different with it like in the 60s then he just stopped acting for a little while and then he came back and just did all this really weird stuff <laughs> which is what um, i know him as which yeah. i like i need to change the script yeah. but i need to watch his ch- child roles and his good stuff yeah no i think he's really good in his later stuff it's just like yeah. not what i would have wanted except for i love paris texas and i love married to the mob but everything else so it, I, he's in paris texas yeah, he plays. No one ever like, talks about him in it. Harry Dean Stanton's brother. Oh, yeah, I love Harry Dean Stanton. It's also quite cool. Yeah, I actually watched that movie like last year, and I loved it. And so then when I learned he was in, I was like, I gotta rewatch it. So I still haven't rewatched it. But it's so weird. I just don't even remember him in it. No, <laughs> that happens though. It actually does. It does. Yeah, it. They were in it. It happens to me all the time, and it makes me embarrassed. I have one more, but. Oh, yeah, um, I want to hear them. The Dunwich Horror, which is based on like an H.P. Lovecraft novel. Ooh, um, okay. <laughs> and it is bad, but I like, I enjoyed it. <laughs> and he. That's all it takes. That's all it needs. He plays this guy who has this obsession with like bringing this demon to the earth. And he needs to impregnate this lady with, like, demon spawn. It's kind of like Rosemary's Baby, oh, actually. Like, right. In order for the creature to come. Oh, this is too good. But yeah, so this was during the 70s, which was his probably his weirdest period. Yeah, super campy. And uh, he's just, I don't even know what he's doing in it, but it works. I thought he was really good in it. <laughs> oh, that's too good. But I love that. It, but he has this terrible mustache. I need to show you a picture. Show me. It is so bad. What is with us and our boys having awful mustaches? I don't know. What? It is just... It's weird. It's every single one. They have at least one. Okay. Oh my god. But yeah, he's just off the wall in this, so I appreciate that. He just... No... What's the word? Like, no... Boundaries or... I don't know, just doing all this weird stuff, but there you go. No, I love that. The fertility rites were practiced here, so they say. Is this an altar? 
Yes. What was it used for? When the seasons and the cycles of the moon were right, then they came, one by one, and gathered among these stones. They selected a beautiful girl like you. Do you remember what we talked about this morning? Yes. When you asked me that question about sex? Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> Why is it giving him in June? Oh my god, yeah, it's the same. He even has the same little I kinda love like the hair. I don't, yeah, I don't hate same. Hair. I like <laughs> his hair like that. But the mustache. Is this kind of like a hammer horror film? What is what's a hammer horror? Uh, hammer horror it was kind of like the A24 of its day, but it was like um British horror, but it was also comedy. So, oh, like, okay. Killer's Vampire Killers one, like, the Dracula with Christopher Lee, although that's not comedy. The poster and all of this is giving me vibes of it. I thought it was really funny, so I don't know if it was that. I want to watch was it. Film, <laughs> and he's one where I like him in any film, in any yeah. decade. Like, he was really good as a kid, he was really good as a young adult, and then as a character actor. I just that love seeing him pop good. up. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, so I just think that just shows he's a great actor. Yeah. Do all those eras. Yeah, yeah. I definitely wish his career had taken a different path because if you look at his later stuff, it's... Yeah. He didn't deserve that. <laughs> Did he do a lot in, like, the 2000s or the 2010s? Did he... Was he retired? Yeah. Or, cause I don't... He retired in 2015. Okay. For health stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I think he mostly did like B movies or TV movies in the 21st century. And I don't know why, because I remember reading when he was going to do Dune, he really wanted to be in that movie. And David Lynch told him like he thought he was dead. He thought David Lynch thought Dean was dead. Yeah. (laughs) Why is that so funny to me? (laughs) I don't know. It's just like, that's how gone from people's minds he was i guess at that that's point the 80s. that's crazy yeah that's such a david lynch thing to feel as well yeah, you're dead <laughs> why are you here i can hear it saying it is like his voice as well <laughs> he probably thought he like came back to life or something yeah <laughs> so he could do do of all movies oh my god <laughs> like i'm all kind of, i still like, could not believe i saw him in that <laughs> Yeah, that was not his worst, though. No, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, not his best. <laughs> hey, which mustache was worse, though? That or Dunwich Horror? I like, see, the Dunwich Horror, do they do close-ups? Yeah. <laughs> Why are they obsessed with shooting his face? Get it? But just not the mustache. Not the mustache, part. yeah. Why the mustache? Hey, I'll have to go with June, just because I'll give the Dunwich Horror the benefit of the doubt. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about you? What, what Wait you till take? you watch the movie. No, I think Dune's worse because they they make a deal of showing it for some reason. <laughs> okay. Not necessary. No. None of that's in the book. Dr. Yue no. is not known for his mustache. <laughs> 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 I'm showing it. Anyway. <laughs> 
I love Dean. I really love Dean. I so think good. Great. Me too. Can't wait to watch more. Good. I will make you. Yeah, we could just watch like all of these. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would gladly watch them again. So, who do you have for number two? Number two. If you were to tell me as well, like this man would be a second spot, I'd be like, who is that man? Get him away from me. But I don't know who he was, but it, it, it's John. It's John Garfield. Yay. With 12 films. Oh, so good. Because I remember when we did our first like Q&A and that's when you first mentioned John Garfield um that, that wasn't even that long ago and now I'm yeah. such a big fan and like really love the man I think he's brilliant I'm trying to think what my faves of his are it would probably be he ran all the way I really like humorous now that I think about him more and I like four doors as well can't go wrong with them and the trilogy of his sad boys <laughs> <laughs> like I I think, yeah, I do like him as a villain. I think he plays him really well. But yeah, it's just nice when he's just a bit... He's just a bit of a bad boy and not an actual criminal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so my number two is our boy Durant Mulroney. Yes. With 23. That's insane. Like, he's in 23 films. <laughs> he is in four. so many. I keep discovering. He just keeps popping up and stuff. I love the man, but I don't know what happened to his career like after 2005 like he's just in the most random stuff now his agent but, should do so much better than what he has been given yeah it's disappointing honestly but maybe with scream they'll kind of help they might like but, revitalize it yeah yeah so yeah i know we talk about him all the time on here <laughs> <laughs> i think he might I, 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 forgive me I think I've said that about River but I actually think Dermot might be my favorite actually of who you've introduced me to oh interesting yeah I would I have him. expected that I think I mentioned a few like in the last episode and then for a new one I watched this movie that was actually directed by Lee Grant which is very cool ah, nice. Friend I didn't of know the she pod. directed yeah, yeah. I love her. she mostly did documentaries but she I think this is like one of her only like fiction films oh. i needed to watch more of her work but uh, so this one he plays there's three brothers and he's the middle brother so middle child representation um, so and yeah it's basically just about them like growing up in the slice of life thing i didn't love the movie i thought it was like pretty good but i thought his performance was good and he i think for me he really appeals to me because he does like a lot of weird stuff stuff like he really doesn't care like how he appears in front of the camera and so that way he can really become the character and for me I just I love it when an actor doesn't have that kind of self-consciousness yeah it makes it awkward for me if I can tell they're awkward about it and so the fact that he's just like jumping around and like making weird faces and stuff very good actor no one on Letterboxd appreciates him but whatever that's a problem we appreciate him Yeah, so I've got some more to watch this year, I think. But definitely not 23 more. (laughs) That would be crazy. I think we both have the same number one. Do you think? Yeah. Yeah. It's I was I've been thinking actually who could yours be, but it makes sense to be one. (laughs) I'm so nervous. I've got 18 films. Okay. Imagine if it's not the same person. Uh, yeah, that would be embarrassing. I have 29. Natalie it's Wood. It's Natalie, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's so 
Oh, I love that so much. <laughs> She's my most watched of all time as well on Letterboxd. But when I say all time, that's just from 2020. But oh, she's just so amazing. She's amazing. Yeah, she deserves that spot. Really does. I can't believe she's your top. I'm yeah. <laughs> I was thinking all throughout, so who could it be? Yeah. Cool. We don't really have much to say about her that you can't hear in our, I think, our two episodes that we did. Yeah, that was incredible, can yeah. I just say? We've gone through oh. all those actors. That was a trip. I'm surprised more of them weren't the same. I think it's cool to add the variety, but. Yeah, and also though, I'm very happy that I've got more women on the list. Yeah. I know it's only four, which is so rubbish, but the top one's a woman. I'll take that. Yeah. I also was thinking about, I wonder how many of mine are dead. <laughs> That's a good point, actually. 15, 15 of my 20 are dead. <laughs> I've got nine, so you beat oh, me okay. on that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, really? That tells you anything about me. Hey, my top five are all dead, which is so morbid. <laughs> that is. It's because of the pod. Exactly. It's okay. Who is your highest rated? Do you have any? Because I know you don't give a lot of five stars. I've yeah. got loads that are on five. I won't lie to you. but Okay, my highest, I've never heard of her. Oh my God. <laughs> but my two what? other highest, they have the same rating. It's 4.5. I have Vincent Spano because he was in Rumblefish and Over the Edge, which I both gave four and a half. And then Brandon DeWild, who was in HUD and All Fell Down, which I also both go four and a half. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> so I've got loads on five, like Kirsten Dunst, Colin Farrell, Heath, Barry Cohen. God, some people who I have no idea who they are. Like, yeah. Who's What's the Bruce Kirby? <laughs> who is that? <laughs> oh, Andy Samberg. He's on there. <laughs> Jim Henson, Frank Oz, that's all the Muppet films. <laughs> Whoa, they're all five stars. And Whoa. then John Hurt is the last one with 4.8. Oh, wow. I just throw them out, the five stars. You do. At least all <laughs> yours are people you know. My highest rated, I don't know who half these people are. I think it's because the ratio is, it could just be one movie that you gave five stars. Yes, yeah. It doesn't make sense. Because, like, my highest rated director is Damien Chazelle, but I it's only one movie. Basically, what? Yeah. So, okay. so, we got a question from film underscore flair, and she asked us to fan cast our favorites to fan cast Austin Butler and Timothy Chalamet. So, <laughs> such, I that was such really a good fun. question. Yeah. yeah, I love it. I've only got one for Timmy, and I've got like loads for Austin. Okay. <laughs> we do Austin. Or, yeah, sure. I don't mind. I wrote okay. down a joke one for Austin. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why. This is so silly. But I put Elvis. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's in such a good job playing him. And Elvis should play him. Yeah. But, uh, I'm not I mean, really liking that. But <laughs> I never got like, Elvis properly blonde. So now yeah. I'm being serious. I don't think he looks like him. <laughs> But they go for the same roles, and I think that's like an odd sign. I feel like that fits. So I went with Miles Teller. Oh, okay. Tall. I think he's tall, anyway. I think he was a blonde. I don't know how tall he is. I feel like he is, hopefully. Yeah, at least Um, appears tall. Yeah. (laughs) But like, literally, like, the idea that they've been wanted for the same roles, I just think I like speaking at volumes. Like, they have the same vibe. Yeah. And also, I googled like celebs that look like Austin Butler, and Miles did not come up. But <laughs> Jared Overstreet did, and they actually do 
only huh. look alike. Okay, I'll have to look him out. out. Did you say George Overstreet? Oh, no, Chord. So, like, like oh, <laughs> yeah, it's like an old man. <laughs> George, oh my God, you're like, this is not look like the butler. Oh, wait, oh my God. It's weird, isn't it? They look so similar. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is he in that movie with Lindsay Lohan? Yes, uh, yeah, came out recently. Did you watch I, that? No. No, no, same. Did you? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> No, what do you take me for? No, <laughs> I love Lilo, but yeah, not that. Sorry, <laughs> but I'm sticking with Miles, even okay. though George we looked more like him. I'm going Miles, Miles is okay. a boy. No. Nice, who have you got? <laughs> I don't know about this, but I went with River. <gasps> wow, <No>. okay, <laughs> I love it. The vibes are there. Oh, yes. Oh, thanks. But I think Elvis <laughs> should definitely be Elvis. Get really Elvis, meta like, there. Like going into some more serious films. Yeah. As in Aliens in the Attic. <laughs> <laughs> Elvis in Aliens in the Attic. Oh my god, I need to see it. Actually, yes. <laughs> I can. <laughs> I love that film so much. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't there news recently that Austin lost out for Gladiator 2? So this is very interesting because loads of, apparently, yeah, because Paul Mescal's got it, which, oh my god, I love him. But did you see the thing that Timothy's agent said? Because they also said that Timothy lost out in the audition. Oh my. <laughs> and his agent was like, Timothy hasn't auditioned for a part in years. <laughs> oh! Okay, I love it. <laughs> Wow. He would have been bad anyway, probably. <laughs> he does not look like a gladiator. No. Austin would be good in that, though, I think. I think he would have been very good. Yeah. But Austin's getting everything at the moment. I actually, like, this is insane. Yeah. I'm so happy for him. It's just wild to me. Like, it's, yeah. It's Austin Butler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you asked someone probably, like, two years ago who Austin Butler was, they wouldn't know. No. Yeah. It's crazy. Except for maybe a 13-year-old girl. <laughs> <laughs> who lives for the Disney Channel. Yeah. <laughs> Because that's the only way I knew him, so. Yes. Because that's all he'd done at that point. I guess he did Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but I would Like, that was only two years, like, not even, that was 2019. But, like, yeah. still, that wasn't long ago. Like, yeah. weird, isn't it? It's just yeah. all of a sudden. And then Timothy. <laughs> Timothy, oh, my God. <laughs> this was so difficult. I Austin was as well. Oh, okay. So difficult. Because there's so many, like, Timmy lookalikes, but I didn't mm. want to put them, like, with his name. So I've gone for quite an avant-garde approach. And okay. I've gone for... I went for Natalia Dyer. <laughs> yes. I don't know why I've just thought, oh my god, his sister Pauline. But now I'm thinking like, well oh, no, yeah. that's like too close. You know what I mean? That would be yeah. a bit weird. Tilda Swinton. No, was it Tilda Swinton or Kate Blanchett played Billy Joel? Am I getting that right? Oh, Kate Blanchett played Bob Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> I could not have been more wrong if I yeah. tried. <laughs> oh my! So see, I don't listen to Bob Dylan or Billy Joel. I, mean, I would not have known Billy Joel was in touch with it until you told me. <laughs> you mean Bob Dylan? Who was in Catchfire? <laughs> I don't know these men. Oh my god! Okay, to be fair though, I thought Bob Dylan was dead. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Like a Mandela effect for me. But no, you're right though. Like 
Tilda Swinton has played male characters before. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I know she's in the Suspiria remake. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but um, that actually, that's very different than what I was expecting. But say, they I look think. the same. <laughs> they look so similar. The yeah. thickly Victorian child. Yeah. <laughs> I guess another option could be Finn Wolfhard. Oh, <gasps> yeah. Yeah, that's there. No, I like head, that. He but... fits the vibe. Yeah, fits the vibe. I like yeah. that. I did not think of him. Neither of you are. I don't know if you're gonna like this. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I will say though, I did come up with this before I sent you that review that someone said. So I don't oh, know. A young him. Yeah, a young Patrick Dempsey. Okay. And I don't hate him. I just don't get the love he gets. <laughs> yeah. I see yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Him in baby? No, wait, I don't know what this what? one's called. Baby ba- daddies? I, <laughs> I don't know what film this is. Oh wait, here we go. Here we go. I got he was one. not in uh, at all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might have just been a tag on Pinterest. What? Because like you know when you like click on like it's on the phone on Google Images, uh-huh. I like click on one. And it just says baby daddies. I think this might be like their tag. Yeah, they have a whole folder on baby daddies. Oh god, that is embarrassing. It's just young Patrick. <laughs> I genuinely thought that was the film name. Like, like oh, baby, baby daddy. To be fair, there is a German Mulroney movie called Daddy. <laughs> Why would you remind me? <laughs> Can't buy me love. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing right now. Yeah. That's very um, good, Audrey. I like that. Yeah. He's literally the Timothy Chalamet of his generation. I think it's funny that someone actually said that on their review. They were like, yeah. Patrick Dempsey walks so Timothy Chalamet could run. And that cracks I me mean, up. I never saw the comparison, but I always thought the Leo one. Like, yeah. Not looks wise, but that is insane. They yeah. actually do look alike. I think oh, it's because, yeah. um, like when he was younger I mean you can see it's the same person but like they don't look yes. he doesn't look the same at all now than he did when he was I say young he was like 20 something <laughs> but he's like handsome in like a dashing way now yeah. like when he was on like Grey's Anatomy but in there that's like a yeah like he's hot yeah I don't think Can't Buy Me Love is like the one that he reminds me the most of okay because I, I was trying to think of what it would actually be when you told me you didn't really like him i was a little i think i haven't tried him okay yeah like I, i'm open to it okay and it's nothing personal i don't i don't know anything i just haven't seen a lot i think i've only seen bridget jones oh, okay you should watch lover boy the one i talked about earlier the one with the yes. pizza i Put oh my god i up. love this movie okay <laughs> but i think that would be my pick for most similar to timothy okay i'm in lover boy let me take a look I just need everyone to watch this movie. Experience this cinema that is wonderful. So you did these, huh? Mm-hmm. What are they, the mountains? Anatomical landscapes. That one's a shoulder. That one is a neck. That's a bicep, the one with the egg there. Oh. Another shoulder. So these are all parts of a guy? Uh-huh. Oh. This is my husband. He's a bodybuilder. Mr. California Olympian 84. Oh. <laughs> So, does he um, still look like that? No. He's much bigger now. Uh, Look, maybe I shouldn't be here. 
No, no, don't worry about it. He won't be home for hours. He's into private instruction now. Very private. Oh, I'm sorry. All day he works on starlets with these little Barbie doll hard bodies. Why should you want to come home to this? I would come home to this. No, 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 no. You should see these girls. All they do is eat kelp and drink spritzers. And here I am with my cigarette and my drink, right? I can't help it if I like a shot of tequila every once in a while. I like actual food, not fiber. Fuck fiber. I want grease. I like red meat. I got pork chops hidden in the freezer. <laughs> and my husband's in the perfect body business. It's like a joke. He literally does look like Timothy. This is actually insane. Yeah. Oh my god, there's the photo. <laughs> <laughs> the pizza. But anyway, there you go. Last question. Oh my god. Because this is quite emo as well, because like we've become best friends over this. So yes. I love this question. I didn't deep it that much when I was thinking about it, but now I was like, oh my god, yeah, like us. <laughs> <laughs> So I've got, oh my God, the, one of the best films of this year as well. It's called RRR. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, I've heard of that. It's amazing. I will tell you, I also think it might be the longest I've watched because it's 185 minutes. Oh, it's brilliant. It doesn't feel like that. I could watch 10 more hours of it. And it's just the best film ever made. <laughs> Incredible. So we've got Beam and Raju. Raju <laughs> is working with the English, who's evil. Oh, what we did to India is just disgusting. So he's working with them, and then they basically steal this girl from a village because this English woman wants her. And and it's based like on a true story. It's very cool. And then the Beam is like from the village, and he's gonna get the girl back. But then these Raju and Beam don't know that. They don't know that they're enemies, and they make the best friendship ever. <laughs> their friendship is so beautiful. And I've never seen it depicted like male friendship like that before. It's amazing. It's so pure. They love each other. There's a great dance sequence. And they're like together. Oh my God, it's Aww. so good. And it hurts because then when they find out that they're like the enemy, they have a little bit of a breakup, but then they like get back together. And it's oh. so good. <laughs> like, I literally cannot stress enough how much I love this film. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. It's the best film ever. So you said it was based on a true story. Is Apparently, did they kind yes. of like heighten it a little bit? So I think it's like a non-urban legend, but maybe like a fable. I guess I don't know. I don't know. It actually, might be true. But yeah, no, it's so heightened. Like the it's insane. It makes me want to watch more Bollywood as well. I really should go into that genre. Yeah. Um, I have. Elaine May and Marlo Thomas in The Spirit, which is the one I think I talked about this earlier when I was talking about Peter Falk, because that's the one where he and Elaine May are married and then they separate and Elaine and Marlo Thomas's character have to go on the run in a way because they are being tracked by a serial killer. (laughs) Wild. I love it. Yes, I love this movie and it's very underrated. It, I, it has barely any views on Letterboxd. I just felt like their dynamic was really fun and they I liked it because they didn't they didn't get along at first, but then as they like went along they realized they had a lot in common. Oh, and, that's sweet. Um, yeah, they just were having fun the whole time. 
Oh, I love that. And yeah, I just, it's a really fun movie and directed by a woman about women. And you got a little Peter Falk moment. And then, and like the last, the third act is just like Home Alone, pre Home oh, Alone. I was not expecting that. Oh my God. No. Are they like, are they fighting someone? They're booby trapping a house. A serial killer. But the funny thing is, they keep like activating their own traps. Oh, I love it. Which is something we would do. Yeah. They dug holes around the house and they keep falling into the holes <laughs> i just love female friendship as well in films me too Brilliant. i just feel like if it's done right then it's so accurate yes and that's why i think of course like women do it better because even with like sorority row or like they were supposed to be friends like they were so mean to each other i've had like friends like that before it's quite stereotypical in a way to show women as like bitchy and stuff because like mm-hmm. they're not you know like some i mean i love to have a little bit of a gossip and stuff but not the whole you like people don't realize that yeah so i love it when they show it actually like they care for each other and stuff yeah lovely and i mean with in the spirit they weren't they didn't get along at first and they were mean to each other <laughs> <laughs> they were friends and then we no, see them and then yeah okay. yeah so i think that's cool because they they bonded throughout the experience of trying not to get killed when... <laughs> which is so funny that to me but amazing um... I'm so intrigued but, by this yeah <laughs> can I just say that was a lovely film to end on that's <laughs> oh good yeah I'm glad we ended on that one that was, was it's amazing. nice yeah it's been amazing though going back all these films again it's it has good. yeah yeah, I loved, I just like talking about movies, so Same. plus we get to talk about ones that we wouldn't be able to otherwise, so that's nice as well. For all our listeners, hopefully some of these will intrigue you. Thank you all for listening. We really enjoyed recording this, and we hope you guys like these Q&A episodes, because I definitely would want to do more in the future. And join us in two weeks, where I'll be doing a Judy Garland bio. Stay tuned and we'll see you guys then. This episode was co-hosted and edited by me, Audrey Cornell, and co-hosted by Louise Coleman. The music was written by Nia D'Amelio. Gone But Not Forgotten is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com.